sack Is that all you get for your money? And if that's what you have in mind Yeah, if that's what you're all about Good luck moving up Cause I'm moving out Good morning and welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Becky Ivins, broker of Movers Real Estate Company and leader of the Becky Ivins Real Estate Team. And I welcome you today. You're going to learn a little something because my guest is Matt McLean with SWBC Mortgage. And Matt, do you have your number memorized? I do. My license number is 119-7740. And uh, we have to do that because now we're in compliance. It's we're in compliance now, but we're going to talk about not really new loans so much today. We we'll touch on that. But most people buying a house do have to borrow money, right? Uh, a year ago, interest rates were at three percent. Today they're at like seven percent. Correct. So more than double the rate now. Matt, you've been in business long enough, and I've been in business long enough to where 7%, the first, oh my gosh, well more than half of my career, uh, interest rates anyone would have loved right. to have gotten a 7% interest rate. <laughs> right. Because they were kind of like 9% to about 12% is kind of an average interest rate for a 30 year mortgage. Right. Uh, so, they're only 7% today, which is great. But what if you could take advantage of one of those loans that had the 3% mortgage a year ago? Wouldn't that be great? There is a path to doing so. Well, we're yes. going to talk in detail about this. Uh, and we touched on this when uh, Dean Riddell was here about assumptions. But we got we veered off the the road a little bit and started talking about mortgages in general. So right. I really want to dive deep into a loan assumption, which loans can and cannot be assumed. And tell us first about conventional mortgages. Can okay. someone assume that loan? Yeah. And if you don't mind, yeah, go I, I right want to back up here and I want to give the, the definition of an assumption. Okay. Um, and, It's a little bit vague, but we're going to get into the weeds with this. But an assumable mortgage is a financing arrangement that allows a buyer to take over the outstanding mortgage and existing terms of a property seller. Okay, so you step into the loan that the seller has on the property. That's correct. And just continue paying it. Take over the current loan, its mortgage, and its terms. Correct. Okay. Now, that's good, mm-hmm. right? But not all loans are assumable. Great, right. So how about a mortgage uh, that is a, of a conventional nature? Yeah, good question. Um, so the three primary loan types, right, FHA, VA, and we're talking about conventional. Um, it's it's fairly simple, Becky, because the language in a conventional loan's mortgage addresses this issue and conventional loans are not assumable right uh, i suppose someone could make an exception but nobody does yeah certainly not on the conforming side i mean occasionally you might have a bank that originated in portfolio port 
portfolioed the loan, and perhaps you know those terms weren't in their mortgage. But ninety nine, probably point nine percent of conventional loans are not assumable. Right, I would say point nine nine percent. Yeah, <laughs> right. they're they're just you cannot assume a conventional loan right. in the marketplace. Right. Now you used to be able to back when I went into business, which was forty five years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. You could assume a conventional loan. You, could. you had to qualify for it. Right. right. But you could assume it. But when did that stop? Wasn't that in the late 80s? So, yeah. Stop doing yeah, that? Yeah. FHA, which, you know, predominantly, uh, that's pretty much the loans that are assumed, FHA and VA loans. Um, but, yeah, in, in 1989, I think it was December of 1989, HUD came out and said no more simple assumptions you must qualify to assume a loan going forward and va was even later than that yeah a little bit later yes so uh so any loans that were made that could have been assumed without qualifying have aged out i think so yeah 89 so yeah i I can't think of a reason why somebody would 30 year mortgage is <clears throat> right. Correct. Uh, well, we've had a couple of instances in there to where we have put on forbearance and True. stuff. Perhaps True. there could be one or two loans yeah. out there, but right. uh, for the most part, you have to qualify Unlikely. when you assume someone's mortgage. Right. So conventionals off the table. Off the table. No assumptions there. So if you're going to buy a house with a conventional mortgage, you are going to make your down payment, qualify for a new loan, and go forward. Correct. It's not a bad thing. No, no. Because conventional with for how many years? Yeah, conventional mortgage <laughs> is uh, you can get for five percent down. Right. So if you've got a two hundred thousand dollar house, you've got a ten thousand dollar mortgage down payment, uh, yeah. down payment right? Uh, now our average house now is just under three hundred thousand dollars. So that's gone up a lot right. in the last two right. years. Right about uh, 30%? Yes. I was going to say right at 30% over the last couple of years, the houses have gone up in value, which is kind of cool because we were so far behind the country in house values, Mm -hmm. and we still are. I mean, because other places have gone up just like we have because of the lack of homes on the market, basically. And the cheap interest rates right. caused people to be able to buy a higher price range home. So, but we're talking assumptions. So let's talk about VA. Can we do that? We can. The Veterans Administration, in order to get a VA loan, it's changed from when I went into the business because used to you were eligible or you were not eligible. Correct. And now there's a point system. And do you want to? How do you get your original VA loan? What do you have to have point-wise? Or First of all, you have to have eligibility. Right. Correct. And eligibility means that you have served uh, 181 or more days in the military and discharged honorably. Uh, and then, not 180 days, like is often with reserves, Right. Yeah. You know, I learned I had reservists yesterday come to me and he's newly activated in the reserve and they have to wait six years or 90 consecutive days of service, active Mm -hmm. service. 
And I, I honestly, I didn't know that. Well, it's changed. Yeah. All that has changed over the years. Uh, and now, I mean, they had to leave it to our government to make it more complicated than to make it easier to absolutely delineate, yeah. right? Right. Uh, but on a VA loan, in order to get a VA loan, you have to have what's called a certificate of eligibility. And that certificate has to be confirmed Correct. by the VA. Correct. Is there another word for that no, other than no, confirmed, we, we verified? have to directly contact VA and, and essentially get a copy of their COA. Yeah. Uh, COA, certificate, or COE. COE, certificate of eligibility. Yeah. And a lot of times a veteran will have it and send it to us. And But we've had a veteran previously that had a certificate of eligibility issued that I don't know whether it was forged or what, hmm. but was not eligible really interesting yeah uh because someone had scored it wrong yeah wow so i know or veteran i know right yeah because yeah. they spent their money on the appraisal and uh inspections and stuff so they were into this house by a thousand dollars and you know they got their earnest money back right. because it was but still yeah but, you're emotionally vested at that point yes so, yeah. for sure so we're going to be talking about the specifics of a VA eligibility assumption, a VA loan assumption. Correct. When we return, hey, we're going to be, even be talking the 184 loan, the USDA loans, uh, FH, the various FHA right, loans. Right. When we come back with more on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. Becky Ivins here speaking to Matt McLean with SWBC Mortgage, and we are talking about assumable loans. Correct. Back in the day, people would just walk away and let somebody else assume their loan. Yeah, yeah. Prior to December of 89, you could assume a loan for an assumption fee of probably somewhere around $50 and uh-huh. take over payments. It, it was it was an active and, as you well know, some fallout from it. Yeah, but I will tell you, I, I bought a few houses that way, just take over payments. Right. And that was sweet, uh, but that went away, and now you have to qualify for all Correct. of them. Correct. In order to qualify to take over a VA loan that has been established, say, a year ago. Mm-hmm. Someone bought a home a year ago, and they bought it for $250,000, and now it's worth $300,000. Right. Uh, because in certain neighborhoods, homes have gone up that much in the last year. And say Mike here wants to buy it. Mike Gannon, you want to buy this house with a 3% mortgage? Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> uh, so how would he assume that mortgage to, instead of having to pay 7%? And we're, we're talking VA loans? The, correct, we have just, a lot of VA loans here. Yes, We absolutely. have got a lot of Air Force. We've right. got some Navy here. Uh, so, I mean, we've got a lot of uh, veteran right. loans. Right. So, 
Yeah, so, um, and I think this is typical of mo- most mortgage loan servicers, but for us, if if we have a client that wants to either sell a loan under an assumption or or or, or sell a home under, you know, the assumption process or a buyer, similar situation, they will need to contact the servicer of the current loan, right? The mortgage loan servicer. So Which wherever the servicer that, that, of the loan, is that the mortgage company? It, it potentially could be. For instance, SWBC, we service our own loans. Um, so people make their payments to us. We pay taxes and insurance. But it's also possible that loan's been transferred and potentially transferred multiple times. Right. So whoever owns the loan at the time, whichever mortgage company, say it went to name a mortgage company. Yeah, U.S. That buys, Bank, for instance. U.S. Bank. Uh, it's transferred to U.S. Bank. Then it goes to Wells Fargo. Then it goes back to U.S. Bank. Right. Who determines whether someone can assume that loan? Well, where it wound up. So the current servicer in that example would be U.S. Bank. Right. Okay, so how do you find out? Do you just call them? Yeah, I would say online, or you may have to call customer service. They may transfer you to an assumption department, but um, customer service should be able to help you. And they look up, you have to have the loan number, and you have to be the person that actually is the... The mortgagor, right. Yeah, the mortgagor of the loan. Yeah, so you have to be the one who have taken out the loan. Correct. Or is now responsible for the loan if it's been assumed previously. It can be assumed more than once, right? It can be, yes, absolutely. I think we'll see that (laughs) in upcoming years. Right, right. So we go back to our veteran that wants to sell Mm -hmm. his home. And in Oklahoma, I should say her home because we have, I think, an equal number of female veterans in the Air Force uh, that are here in Oklahoma. So – she wants to sell her house, and she's a veteran, and she calls up U.S. Bank and says, is my loan assumable? Well, first of all, you don't really have to call the bank to find out if your VA loan is assumable right. because all VA loans are assumable, correct. correct? That is correct, yes. Yeah. But what are the terms of the assumption? Now, those are those the same from one company to the next? No, the terms will will mirror the current terms of of that loan, of that VA loan. So whatever the interest rate is, whatever the remaining term is, um, the escrows, the entire loan is assumed as is. There are no changes to it. Okay. But to assume this loan, you're likely to be a difference in the loan amount and what the house will sell for. Absolutely. And that is called? Equity. Equity is the amount of cash you have in, invested in this home. And it, it doesn't mean that you put that much cash in. It's just you can put, take that much cash out. That's right. Right. right? In, because in your you, case, I think you said they sold, bought it for 250 and now it's worth 300 So financed, They financed 100% when they bought it. Right. On a VA loan, correct. And now it, it could be sold for 300000 mm-hmm. So. Does someone have to bring a bunch of of $100 bills to pay this veteran? How does that work? Yeah, good question. Not $100 bills, but yeah, so that that gap in in value and 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 what's owed, the equity, that veteran's going to want that, right? Yes. So the options to the acquiring 
either veteran or non-veteran, is to bring that difference to closing, right? Mm-hmm. Or there might be an opportunity for subsequent second mortgage financing to help com- cover some of that gap. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about can – I'm not a veteran. Could I assume a veteran's loan? You can. You you absolutely can. But there is an issue to the selling veteran. And so that individual that is non-veteran assuming the loan of a veteran, that veteran will tie up their eligibility. They won't be able to move on from that transaction and use their VA eligibility to purchase another home because it's tied up on the one they let, you know, the, 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 the assumption took place on. Okay, so you only get one eligibility, right? Right. right. Uh, so, if a not, how about a, if uh, one of my veteran kids mm-hmm. assumes this loan? Yeah. So in that case, um, assuming they have their eligibility, then they can substitute their eligibility for the eligibility of the selling veteran, and. T- that way, the sell the seller veteran gets their money gets right. the, not only their equity, but they get their eligibility back and can go get another hundred percent loan. Yeah. Right, equity release the liability and their eligibility, so they can move on. So the veteran a new home. that is selling the mortgage basically is not uh, tied to the loan anymore. No. So if the uh, purchaser defaults. Does the veteran have to pay? If if the purchasing veteran defaults, then all the collection activity will go to that veteran, the veteran that's defaulted. But how about if it's not a veteran that defaulted? How about if I buy it and I default? Yeah, still same issue. I mean, we're credit qualifying these borrowers for the VA loan. So the, the approved borrower, the assumptor, I believe is the right term, is liable for the, for the loan, for the debt. Okay. So VA, piece of cake. You can qualify. You have to qualify for the mortgage. Right. But now there's also an assumption fee, isn't there? There is, and that's going to differ by servicer, but you're probably looking in the 500 to to $1,000 range. And sometimes it's like a half a percent of the mortgage, isn't it? Can be, it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that can vary. Yes. From one lender to the next. Right. So you better find out what that is. Yeah. And hopefully it, that's part of your assumption package you receive from the lender. Should right. be. And the ones that I've seen happen in recent years have been like a half a percent of the mortgage amount. Okay. Which, uh, you know, could easily be 2000 Right. Well, could easily could be $2,000 pretty easily if it's $400,000 mortgage, right? right? Absolutely. Okay. Sure. Okay, so VA, piece of cake, you can assume that mortgage if you have the money. You can, correct. And if you don't have the money, you so long as you can qualify for the extra debt, you can go borrow the money to purchase the equity correct. position correct. of the, that right. veteran. Okay, how about FHA? FHA, so very similar to VA. All FHA loans are assumable. They were originated after December of 1989, so we're in that category. Um, you do have to, if you're the assumptor, if you're the person assuming the loan, you do have to credit qualify. So there's a process associated with that. But again, um, you know, you'd want to start with the servicer, get the assumption packet, 
what's involved, what's required, what are the expenses associated with it. And ultimately, you know, that's where the processing file is going to go as well. So basically the purchaser on VA and FHA have to go through a long qualifying experience correct and procedure just like if they were purchasing a new loan very similar to a new loan without the appraisal that's a lot yeah yeah Yeah. it's full credit qualifying if you guys want to be a part of the conversation ask a question about assumptions i want you to give us a call we're at 8401000 is our listener hotline and uh, mike gannon will take your call and in the spirit of the holiday, we'll send you a free lunch to Casa Perico Mexican Grill uh, if you want to call in. So we'll be back in what's a 184. We'll answer that question when okay. we come back with more on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. News Radio 1000 KTOK. Oklahoma Real Estate on the move. This is Becky Ivins, broker of Movers Real Estate Company and leader of the Becky Ivins Real Estate Team. And I am here with Matt McLean, who is going to do some splaining to us. Yes, it is time for the word of the day brought to you by Robbins Roofing, where their word every day is trust. You can trust Robbins Roofing to do a little small roof repair. Hopefully your repair is small or they'll replace an entire roof and handle all the insurance needs. Uh, and I trust Robbins Roofing. They have put on like maybe over a hundred roofs for me and, uh, that's a pretty good thing to know. You can just make a phone call. And uh, Larry Robbins and Jennifer Robbins and their team uh, just take care of it. So good job. Con- contact Robbins Roofing at 728-3700. That's 405-728-3700. That phone uh, number is precisely and only for my clients. Mm-hmm. So they know that you're working with me when you call that number at seven two, yeah seven two eight thirty seven hundred. And yes, Matt McLean, you are doing the word of the day. What is our word today? Our word of the day is equity. Equity. We talked about equity, but let's define it. Right. So, in terms of residential property, equity is defined as the difference, the dollar amount difference in what you owe on your home compared to the value of the home the market value of the home correct so if you have a two hundred fifty thousand dollar mortgage and your house sells for three hundred fifty what's your equity your equity is fifty thousand dollars well it would be one hundred thousand if we sold <laughs> for for Two fifty to three fifty. Oh, I switched. We were using, I switched. Okay, yeah, it, absolutely. I another, switched up the numbers on you, 50, didn't I? Right. Eh, wake up, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> what 
so we're talking about FHA loans, right? Right. And those are a little complicated in the fact that there is mortgage insurance protection Correct. on those loans. So when you assume an FHA loan, and most of those loans have mortgage insurance on them for life. They do. Correct. Now, a few of them, there was that little middle period. Yeah, that window where... Um, when you, you know, got to 78% of the mortgage it amount. automatically. It would drop automatically, right. but that's been a long time ago. Long time ago, but I wouldn't be surprised if we don't go back there soon. That would be great because yeah. that's a big. It is. That's a big number. When you originate an FHA loan, you have to pay because you can put down such a small amount of money, three and a half percent down payment. Right. Even if you put down fifty percent down payment, you still have what's called MIP. Right. Mortgage insurance protection. Um, or premium mortgage insurance premium premium yes. okay mortgage insurance premium so and that cost today uh 1.75 percent of your mortgage amount right yeah that's the upfront piece of the mortgage insurance premium uh, but correct it's equal to 1.75 so you your mortgage ends up being you put three and a half percent down but then you also finance in you can finance in that yeah and piece. i would say 99.9 percent of the clients do finance in that mip premium if you have extra money instead of buying your mortgage down you really can save just a tiny about amount of money by paying that upfront fee in cash right right so rather than paying an extra three thousand dollars down payment you could Pay that mortgage insurance pay premium up front. Up front. Not finance it, right? Yeah, um, but most everybody does finance it. Absolutely. So but one then, of the benefits. Uh -huh. Yeah. So now you pay that premium up front, but then you also have to pay it on a monthly basis, and it's calculated currently at point eighty five. That's correct. So yes. that's almost one percent, point eight five percent of your loan amount. Right. And divided by 12. Correct. Because it's a yearly premium, but you pay it in your monthly payments. 12 equal payments, right. Okay. So uh, when someone assumes the mortgage, must they also assume the private mortgage, uh, the, not the private mortgage insurance, but the mortgage insurance premium right. on the FHA loan? That is correct. So, uh, again, you are assuming the current terms of that loan, uh, which, you know, uh, include the, the interest rate, include the remaining term, but will also include the mortgage insurance associated with that loan, so the payment associated with mortgage insurance. Okay. Uh We've got a caller that oh, has a question, good. I think. Good morning, Denise. Good morning. Hey, you uh, have a you, question? Yeah, you may have already answered, and I didn't hear. But how many times can a loan be assumed? Oh. The yeah. same one. I don't know the answer to that. I think I do, but I'm, do you want me to tell you what I think? Yeah. I think it can be assumed indefinitely. It can. Infinity yeah. times. To infinity and beyond, Denise. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, in reality, it's not going to be assumed more than three or four times right. at the most because the equity ends up being yeah. too much. Exactly. Right? Okay. 
But just because it's been assumed previously, you can still assume it again. So it okay. can sell your, your equity position in that loan. And I say that because we're entering territory like we have had previously where your mortgage can cause your house to be worth more than it's worth. Right. Because if you were buying a new house for $300,000 and getting a 7% interest rate on it, or you could assume someone's position in the house that, say you've got $100,000 down, okay? Well, you could take out a $200,000 mortgage at 7%, or you could assume somebody's 3% loan and say the house is worth 300000 well, you may have to pay three forty to assume that loan because nobody has to guarantee that the house is worth what you're paying for it on an assumption. Yeah, you're right. There's no appraisal involved in an assumption transaction. So that's interesting, right. especially it's going to be more and more interesting as we go along because people will be assuming loans if – Property prices say were to go down. Right. They're not going down anytime quick, are they? Right. But let's just say they go down in value, then you cannot assume, uh, you cannot presume that the house is going to be worth what's owed against it. I mean, maybe on the open market, the house would sell for 275 but because you've got a $250,000 mortgage or, or maybe it's on the open market worth 225. Right. But but you have a mortgage for 250. So that's that's a different story, isn't it? No one has to to revalue that loan. You can assume a loan that's more than what the house is worth. Correct. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Probably not. Anytime soon. I wouldn't think so. So, okay, so FHA loan uh, is assumable. Correct. But you have to assume the private mortgage insurance. Yes. Or I keep saying private, don't I? It is public mortgage, mortgage insurance. insurance. Right. Mortgage insurance premium, right. uh, which almost is like 1% extra interest mm-hmm. because it's not interest. But it is still deductible, I think. It is. They t- they tried to take that away, but yeah. I think they put that back in there. So, uh, okay. So now, how about a – oh, we have a caller? Oh, Denise, you still on? Yes. Okay. We answered your question? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. Thank you, Becky. Excellent. Now, hang on because uh, Mike Gann is going to get your information uh, so that we can send you a Casa Perico gift certificate for lunch. Uh, at any of their three locations. So, okay, so Matt, on the FHA, we have under the Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, there's another loan for that is called a 184. Correct. Now, a one, what is a 184? So a, a 184 is a loan benefiting the Native American community. And depending on which tribe you're in, there's different types of benefits, right? Could be, because most um, most tribes have a housing department. 
So, you know, not only are they counseling on the 184 program, but they may have a subsidy or closing cost assistance associated just with their tribe. Right. So it can, you can get into a 184 loan in certain instances for no money down. Could. Yeah. It's, it's a minimal down payment on the 184 and minimal upfront mortgage insurance premium as well as monthly mortgage insurance premium. So that's, that's usually less than the typical FHA loan. Correct. Right. And it's not really an FHA loan. We call it a cousin to the FHA loan. Uh, but, it's administered through HUD. Department of Housing, you're right. It yeah. is. Yeah. So, uh, and does it have to be on Indian land, Indian trust land? Uh, it, it does not have okay. to. It just as long as the, um, the purchasing Native American qualifies um, for that tribal benefit. And is it assumable? It is, yeah. So similar to the FHA loan, um, it, it is assumable. So credit qualifying to the buyer. Right, right. So and so that is the one eighty four would be a great loan. We are gonna talk about USDA. Ooh, okay. What's a USDA loan? Stay tuned. We're gonna talk about it right after the break on more with more on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio one thousand KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Becky Ivins. I am leader of the Becky Ivins Real Estate Team right here in central Oklahoma. It is time for our smoking hot deal brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill uh, located at well, Main Street in Yukon. Yeah, that's the new location, right? That's the new one. And then Meridian, uh, just west. Well, 63rd, 63rd and Meridian. And 122nd. Right out our window at the new place. Yeah. <laughs> we can see it from here. Well, and I wanted to, oh, I need then, to give and, you a, a gift then, certificate, don't I? And then the third location is up by your office. which is 122nd and PN. Okay. Well, we're going to tell you about our smoking hot deal. Uh if you, by the way, if you want your own smoking hot deal, all you have to do is go to our website and you can kind of create your own search for a smoking hot deal. We had to, we have to change our smoking hot deal on the spot because we sold our smoking hot deal. But <laughs> luckily we keep listing, uh, smoking hot deals. So if you are looking to purchase in Edmond, and uh, this one, I believe, is far north Edmond. Uh, we have one coming up. It's not even on the market yet. But it is going to be about uh, under 300000 It was built in the late 80s, and it's over 2,100 square feet in the trails, the fifth edition. Trails has, I think, 11 editions, uh, good editions. So when you have a... a successful subdivision you keep doing it again and again and again so uh, this is 2600 genie's trail going on the market on monday uh and it is less than actually two hundred ninety thousand dollars. so give us a call 722-3232 to check out 
the smoking hot deal brought to you by casa perico mexican grill man that makes me uh, you know we had leftovers yesterday right right did you have a good thanksgiving i had wonderful thanksgiving oh. we had family in 26 people we we had a delightful time Do you know that's so funny because we had 26 people as well that seems to be a number right yeah, and it's a lot of people but yeah we had a wonderful time and we just love family and friends coming in and really we just had family so, did you just have family as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone there was was family. Yeah, yes. ours too. With big Some family, but yes, big family, Matt. Uh, so we're here with Matt McLean <clears throat> from SWBC Mortgage, and we're talking about assumptions. And if you're going to do an assumption, how do you get the money to do that? By the way, uh, because I mean, if someone wants seventy five thousand dollars up front to take over. Their low interest loan right. that maybe has twenty eight years left on it. How do you come up with the money? What is allowed? Are grandma and grandpa allowed to give the money? Uh, absolutely, they are allowed. Why, sure. Okay, yeah. so you can just get a gift. Gift funds, correct? How, are you allowed to save up that much money? Save up in terms of putting it under the mattress in in terms of cash or oh let's hope we don't have yeah, mattress we don't money wanna, but no absolutely i think you're you're talking about available funds to close and that certainly could be what they've saved sure can you take your equity when you sell your house and buy another equity position yes you sure can okay just just like making a down payment how about yes. if if you don't have a grandma and grandpa or a mom and dad that have the money and you uh, don't you've not established yourself enough with a bank to borrow the money? You can borrow the money, right? Uh, can the seller carry the mortgage? They they absolutely can. So that's a conversation that that you would have to have with your client and the and the listing realtor, selling realtor. Yeah. So I mean, if the seller wants to take twenty thousand dollars down and carry. $30,000 on a second mortgage, they're allowed to do that. They could, yes. Now, if you default, the seller loses the money first before the mortgage company, Correct. your first mortgage, right? Right. USDA, let's talk about that before we run out of time. Yeah, so very similar to the other two government products, the VA loan and the FHA loan. Um, USDA loans are um, assumable. However, you need to factor this in, the processing the assumptors packet has to go directly to usda for approval so we're talking months instead of weeks could be months yes. actually that the just i will tell you the the downside to an, any assumption right now is that mortgage companies they will they process them but they're certainly on slow-mo speed Right. Yeah. So you know, it's outside the scope, for instance, of Dean and I. That's not a loan we would um, process. So it's processed by our servicing company, and and yeah, you can easily expect thirty to sixty days. It's it's a much more time consuming process. At least, I mean, we've had one that's over ninety days. That's surprising, right? Well, because they're the thing is, is the mortgage company really doesn't want that loan assumed they would prefer to create a new mortgage at seven percent than to let someone that they did not originally qualify for the loan right. to assume that loan at three percent right so they're they're 
there could be some foot dragging involved in this, right? Not intentionally, but you can you can definitely expect that, yes. Well, and especially because the assumption department in most of these companies consists of like a mortgage originator or an underwriter or something that just was doing this on the side Correct. for a long time. Right. I mean, not a, not a department. It is someone that does another job that just did that one a month occasionally because no one was assuming Correct. loans. Right. But now they are. It's going to be very, very interesting the next several years. Okay. Assumptions. So just to recap, you can assume a VA loan whether you're a veteran or not. Correct. If you're not a veteran. The veteran that originated that loan, the seller of that house, loses the eligibility until that loan is paid off. Correct. Okay. Now, if it is in a VA, uh, that's VA. FHA is assumable, but you also have to assume the mortgage insurance on that. that Correct. Okay. Which is still going to be a bargain yes. if you look at it that way. Uh both of those have to go through an official underwriting process for the new borrower assuming the loan. Full credit underwriting, yes. Yes. So, uh, you know, if you can't qualify and your parents, this is a misconception of a lot of people. Parents or grandparents think they can just, well, I'll co-sign. <laughs> and they get so upset when they realize that they can't just sign on their good name that their kid's going to make this mortgage payment, but they've got to go through a full credit application themselves. Correct. So, yeah, that's kind of a sore point for a lot of older folks <laughs> that have had a lifetime of good uh, credit. Right. So, uh, and then the 184 loan, the Native American loan is assumable. Is assumable, Yes. And the USDA loan is assumable. It is. So credit qualifying guidelines, yes. Of course, both of those have credit qualifying guidelines. So what is not assumable? Conventional loans. Conventional loans. We've got had a wealth of knowledge imparted upon us by Matt McLean with SWBC Mortgage, and we appreciate that you would tune in. We hope you tune in next Saturday as well at 8 o'clock right here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK.